This is Serenade Radio with the best in easy listening. Now here's Mark Stein with Stein's Song of the Week. A truly great song for the season isn't about the calendar or the weather. It's about the seasons of life and love. Spring is here. Why doesn't my heart go dancing? But then... The things we did last summer I'll remember all winter long. Of course, if you're not a young man whose fancy turns to love, spring fever may pass you by, and if you're in late middle age, the summer may be no more likelier a prompter of romance than mid-November. Yet there is one great seasonal signifier that almost everyone responds to. You don't have to be moonstruck in the fevers of love to feel a certain melancholy when autumn nips the air. The falling leaves Drift by the window The autumn leaves Of red and gold I see your lips The summer kisses The sunburned hands I used to hold Since you went away, the days grow long, and soon I'll hear old winter song. But I miss you most of all. My darling When autumn leaves Start to fall It's an image that reminds you of the cruel remorselessness of time.
foliage blazes brightest red and gold and orange just before it falls and dies. Spring blooms and summer sun and even snow are for romance. Autumn leaves are a reminder of mortality and decline and loss. Oh, je voudrais tant que tu te souviennes Des jours heureux où nous étions amis En ce temps-là, la vie était plus belle Et le soleil plus brûlant qu'aujourd'hui Les feuilles mortes se ramassent à la paix Tu vois, je n'ai pas oublié Les feuilles mortes se ramassent à la pelle Les souvenirs et les regrets aussi Le vent du nord les emporte Dans la nuit froide de l'oubli Tu vois, je n'ai pas oublié La chanson que tu me chantais. Les feuilles mortes sera masse à l'appel. Dead leaves are collected by the shovelful. Memories and regrets too. Le vent du nord les emporte. And the north wind carries them into the cold night of the forgotten. Jacques Prévert wrote those words in French as a poem. Born in 1900, raised in Paris, he flirted in early life with surrealism, with the Rue du Château group and Marcel Duchamp and the like, but he was too talented to be confined to fads and fashions, and his best poetry stands on its own. Somewhere along the way, he ran into Josef Kosma, a Hungarian émigré who'd washed up in France in 19. 1933 as part of the great tide of European Jews trying to stay one step ahead of the Third Reich. Monsieur Prévert introduced Uram Cosma to Jean Renoir and the composer wound up scoring, among other pictures, La Grande Illusion and La Règle du Jeu. Then came the war and the German occupation, and Cosma found himself under house arrest and banned from composition. Nonetheless, Prévert discreetly arranged some movie work for his friend, with suitably non-Semitic composers fronting for the forbidden Jew. With the director Marcel Carnet, Prévert and Cosma made the classic Les Enfants du Paradis. So what next for the trio? Well, Prévert and Cosma had an opera, Le Rendezvous, and they thought it might make rather a good movie for Monsieur Carnet. So did he. And by the time it went into production in 1945, Les Portes de la Nuit was being ballyhooed as the most expensive film ever made in France. Jean Gabin and Marlene Dietrich were signed to star, 
which meant they'd have been the ones to introduce Les Feuilles Mortes. Alas, they and Monsieur Carnet soon parted company, and it fell to Yves Montand to introduce Cosma and Prévert's greatest song to the world, sitting in a cafe with the aid of a passing mouth organist played by Jean Villard. I think this is what today's marketing chappies would call a soft launch. Vous connaissez cette terre-là Non. Moi non plus. Et pourtant, pour les chansons, j'en connais un rayon. Moi, je l'ai déjà entendu. Mais où et quand Nobody knows the tune, but Monsieur Montand finds himself rather taken by it. And then he starts improvising Les Paroles, the lyrics. Unfortunately, the budget-busting film was a flop with French moviegoers in 1945, and so its finest moment, musically speaking, took a few years to come to the world's ears. Across the Atlantic, a fellow called Michael Goldson was running Capitol Records' publishing division. He happened to love French songs, and he asked Serge Glixon, Capitol's rep in Paris, to keep him up to speed on what was popular with Gallic music lovers. He sent me a pile of records this high, said Mr. Goldson, and I listened to them, and I heard one song called Les Feuilles Mortes. And I listened a minute, and I said, Oh, man, this is the greatest song I've ever heard. Oh, je voudrais tant que tu te souviennes Des jours heureux où nous étions amis En ce temps-là, la vie était plus belle Et le soleil plus brûlant qu'aujourd'hui Les feuilles mortes se ramassent à la pelle Tu vois, je n'ai rien oublié Les feuilles mortes se ramassent à la pelle Les souvenirs et les regrets aussi Et le vent du nord les emporte Dans la nuit froide de l'oubli Tu vois, je n'ai pas oublié La chanson Est une chanson 
tu m'aimais et je t'aimais. Nous vivions tous les deux ensemble. Toi qui m'aimais, moi qui Mais la vie sépare ceux qui s'aiment tout doucement On s'en faire de bruit Et la mer efface sur le The very first recording of Les Feuilles Mortes, Cora Vauquer. Michael Goldson had his rep in Paris track down the publisher and they made a deal. Capital would get the US rights to the song for $600. That seems a modest sum, but there was a condition. The French publisher required Capital to come up with an English lyric within four months. No big deal. Mickey Goldson took Les Feuilles to the president of Capital Records, Johnny Mercer. Johnny, I've got a killer song for you, said Goldson, and Mercer agreed it was a good song and he'd be happy to come up with some words on Anglais. And next thing, the publishing exec notices the four months are almost up and there's still no lyric. Hey, John, he says, I've only got three weeks to go and I lose the song. Goldson couldn't see what the hold-up was. It wasn't a big song, he said. To me, it sounded like you could write that in 20 minutes, you know. Mercer might have pointed out to his colleague that it had taken him a year to write this. have you anything to say to me? Won't you tell me where my love can be? Is there a meadow in the mist Where someone's waiting to be kissed Not a long lyric, but a year in the making. For Les Mort, Johnny Mercer told Mickey Goldson he was going to New York on Friday and if Mickey would drive him to the station, he'd write the words on the train and mail them back to Los Angeles. Come the big morning, Mr. Goldson got delayed en route and was running maybe 10 minutes late. So I drove up to his house and I see him sitting on the steps of his house and I walked up and I said, gee, John, I'm awfully sorry I'm late. And Mercer looked up and replied, Well, you know, I didn't know if something had happened, so while I was waiting, I wrote the lyric. Here it is. And he handed him an envelope, on the back of which were some scribbled words.
the falling leaves drift by the window. The autumn leaves of red and gold. I see your lips, the summer kisses, the sunburned hands I used to hold. Since you went away, the days grow long, and soon I'll hear old winter's song. But I miss you most of all, my darling, when autumn leaves start to fall. As I'm driving, he read it to me, recalled Mickey Goldson, and tears came to my eyes. It was such a great lyric. Everything about that lyric was just so, so mercerish. True. But it was still very prévertish. Mercer had softened the brute title of Les Feuilles Mortes, the dead leaves, to more beguilingly autumnal ones, but he'd retained Jacques Prévert's central image and its attendant memories and regrets. He did, though, make one fairly major adjustment. In Monsieur Prévert's original, the mouldering leaves and the lost sunshine are all in the introductory verse, whereas the chorus, the part the English-speaking world knows today as autumn leaves, is much more general. C'est une chanson Qui nous ressemble Toi tu m'aimais Et je t'aimais C'est une chanson qui nous ressemble This is a song that resembles us You, you loved me And I loved you Very general and nothing to do with autumnal defoliation. In effect, Johnny Mercer took the idea of Jacques Prévert's verse and transferred it to the chorus. He dropped the French rhyme scheme, too. He knew the imagery was strong enough that it didn't need to be underpinned by a lot of rhymes, and the song concludes on an unrhymed word that underlines the season. But I miss you most of all, my darling, when autumn leaves start to fall. Yet before we get too autumnal and melancholy, it's worth recalling Ian Fleming's aside in his 1956 James Bond novel Diamonds Are Forever. 007 is on assignment at a London hotel. As Bond neared the end of the corridor, he could hear a piano swinging a rather sad tune. At the door of 350, he knew the music came from behind it. He recognized the tune. It was Feuille Mort. He knocked. That 
that's quite a sharp musical observation from Ian Fleming. Feymort was still barely known in the English-speaking world in 1956, but already it was clear that instrumentally this, quote, rather sad tune was going to swing. A decade earlier, when Joseph Cosma set Jacques Prévert's words to music, he matched it to a tune of deceptive simplicity. The chord progression builds on the circle of fifths, but in a highly original way. Yet because it's assumed to be relatively simple, it's one of the first jazz standards novice instrumentalists are encouraged to take a whack at. And because it swings so effortlessly, it's very appealing as an up-tempo instrumental for musicians who couldn't care less about moony lovers and falling foliage. a fine Canadian actress from Denis Arcand's Oscar-winning film Barbarian Invasions, Les Invasions Barbares, does a terrific crawl-tempo version of the song, bringing together Jacques Prévert's Dead Leaves from the French verse and Johnny Mercer's Autumnal Leaves from the English chorus. It's intense, dramatic, and so confident that when she does it live, Madame Berrymont comes to a complete halt and the crowd sits completely still, waiting for her to resume. You could hear a pin drop, or an autumn leaf. Les feuilles mortes se ramassent à la pelle. Tu vois, je n'ai pas oublié Les feuilles mortes se ramassent à la pelle. Les souvenirs et les regrets aussi. Et le vent du nord les emporte dans la nuit froide de l'oubli. Pas oublié la chanson que tu me chantais. Drift by the The autumn leaves of red and gold. After seeing her at the Montreal Jazz Festival a couple of years back, I found myself chit-chatting with one of her musicians who said he enjoyed doing autumn leaves that way because everyone else did it up-tempo. He was thinking of all those jazz instrumentalists.
Most Americans got to know autumn leaves a year before James Bond went padding down the corridor of the Trafalgar Palace Hotel in Diamonds Are Forever, the fall of 1955. That October, Roger Williams' version got to number one and became one of the biggest selling instrumental hits of all time. If the harmonica player with Yves Montand in that French cafe was the soft launch, this version announces itself. was the name of a Joan Crawford movie. And Nat King Cole's peerless ballad treatment over the titles established the template for most singers. The falling leaves drift by the window The autumn leaves of red and gold I see your lips, the summer kisses, the sunburned hands I used to hold since you went away. The days grow long, and soon I'll hear old winter's song. But I miss you most of all, my darling When autumn leaves start to fall That's a great record, but if you're under a certain age with an eye on number one albums of the 1990s, you may prefer the version laid down in a nightclub in Georgetown, Washington, D.C. in January 1996. A few weeks later, the young singer was diagnosed with cancer and given three to five months to live. She made it to November of 1996, dying at the age of 33, Eva Cassidy. The falling leaves Drift by my window The falling leaves of red and gold I see Kisses the sunburned hands I used to hold since you went away. The days grow long. But I miss you 
Most of all, my darling, when Most of us feel autumnal at some point in our lives. Most of us know what it's like to sense in an October dusk a shiver in the breeze, a chill in the bones, and to connect it to something more than just the turn of the seasons. But Jacques Prévert's dead leaves and Johnny Mercer's merely falling leaves do not come back to life and rise anew to their branches. As Monsieur Prévert puts it, Et la mer efface sur le sable, les pas des amants désunis, and the sea washes away on the sand. The footprints of lovers parted, and love leaves no trace, only a dull ache on an October morn. But I miss you Most of all My darling When autumn leaves start to fall Stein's Song of the Week was presented by Mark Stein and produced for Serenade Radio by Brian Savin.